being a kid that grew up in the early 80s, early to mid 80s, uh, I grew up with a lot of Muppets, uh, The Muppet Show, uh, Labyrinth, Dark Crystal, all those great Jim Henson productions uh, that uh, he put out in the uh, early to mid 80s. I loved every minute of them. Love, loved them so much. And so when I saw Land of Eam on social media and now on Backerkit, uh, I was super excited. I was super excited and I couldn't wait to uh, talk a little bit more about it and find out a little bit more about it. So today we have James Parks and Ben Costa, the uh, co-designers of Land of Eam on. Uh, it's on Backerkit right now. So if you would like to check it out, uh, the uh, link is in the description below in the description. So feel free to check on that. Uh, they've unlocked all sorts of stretch goals and all sorts of uh, different perks. So feel free to uh, take a look at the, the campaign, see if it's uh, of interest to you and, and, and back it because I think it's a really cool product and I'm very, very excited for them. So stick around. We're talking Land of Eam with James and Ben. Hey everyone, welcome to Victory Condition Gaming. My name is Doug. Today on the show, we're talking Land of Eam with the co-creators James Parks and Ben Costa. Uh, before we begin, if you are interested in anything that we're talking about and you enjoy the session, please hit that like button down below. Uh, if you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. We'd love to have you as part of our YouTube community and all that stuff helps us grow as a show as well. So we can feature great RPG creators and publishers like James and Ben. All right. You didn't come here to uh, listen to me talk. Let's get the uh, the two gentlemen on that uh, are the masterminds behind this project that's just rocking uh, backer kit, James and Ben. Gentlemen, thank you so much for joining me tonight. Hey, thanks for having hey, us. Thank you. Absolutely. Congratulations on, on the success so far of thank the you. Land of Eam. Um, yeah, I, I'm super excited about it. I saw it on, on social media. Actually, I'll be, I'll be honest. Uh, at Origins, Justin from Exalted Funeral pulled me aside and was like, "Doug, we've got this. Uh, we've got this really cool project. We've got this really good, really cool thing that, that's coming to uh, to crowd uh, you know, funding." Because uh, I don't think he said it was backer kit at that point. Um, but uh, it was like still on the yeah, down low. Yeah, I think it was still on the down low. And he's like, "Yeah, I think you're really going to be. In, I think you're, it's really going to be something you're into." I'm like, "Well." As soon as you can talk about it, just let me know. And then, sure enough, a few days later, Land of Beam uh, was all over my social media feed, which is which is super super cool. And uh, I'm excited to have you on. Thank you so much for giving your time today. Thanks. Uh, we're happy to yeah, be here. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, do you want to, you want to introduce yourselves? Tell tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the uh, the backer kit campaign that you've got going on after. Uh, James, would you like to go first? Sure. Yeah, I'm James, as the nameplate says, and uh, I've been uh, I've been not a lot of people know this, maybe more now, but Ben and I have been best friends since we were in the second grade. And so we've been creatively together for a long time, um, making comics and writing short stories and goofy movies in high school. And but we grew up uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons and other tabletop role playing games and reading comics. And we uh, always knew that we wanted to get into the, to the world of of comics, games, books. And in that, you know, here we are. <laughs> that's awesome. That, that's I, basically it. I love it. I, I love the fact that you guys have been friends since childhood. I think that that's super awesome and that's super special. And it just shows that you've got like a really 
huge passion um, about creating this world that, uh, that that you're creating. Uh, ben, I'll let you go next. Uh, who would you uh, what, would you like to uh, introduce yourself? And uh, yeah, I mean, what can I add to that? Um, I don't know. <laughs> James and I, uh, in addition to making Land of Eam, we are uh, authors of. First thing I've, I got it on my desk here is uh, Dungeoneer Adventures. This just yeah. came out. It's a middle Love grade it. series. Uh, perfect for, you know, up, uh, growing gamers. It's um, <laughs> it's about a kid who's uh, a student at a school for adventurers. Um, so that's a new thing we just started. And then we've also done a fantasy graphic novel series called Rickety Stitch and the Gelatinous Goo. Uh, which is about a skeleton bard who goes on a quest to discover who he was when he was alive. Uh, I love that. And so James and I write everything together. I'm the artist. And then uh, for Land of Eam, we've actually teamed up with some other artists um, who are doing more art uh, for Land of Eam. So we've got, you know, Justin Gerard doing cover art for the book. He's one of our favorite artists who does these really, you know, painterly fantasy drawings. Uh, John Lauren is doing the cover for the Mucklin Sandbox. And we just, uh, we're working tons with, with tons of people. And it's been an awesome experience. That's great. Uh, I, I'm super excited about this collaboration that, that, that you've got because uh, not only are you working with a really great publisher, um, someone that, that, that I've been keeping an eye on, and I know the industry has been keeping an eye on for, for quite some time, uh, Exalted Funeral, who just puts out some really great stuff. Um, so I was really excited to see you all collaborate with them. But not only that, but you, you decided to use Backerkit as a crowdfunding uh, platform, which I, I love the fact that you're kind of leading the way for this industry and for this hobby to use that platform for crowdfunding because I, I feel that like, uh, I, I feel there's, you're going to set the trend. Like your success is going to be noticed by a lot of folks and, uh, and you're going to see a lot more uh, publishers, designers, creators uh, follow suit here uh, in the weeks, months and years to come, I, I think for, for backer kit. Um, so that's really, really exciting. Yeah, that's awesome. It's, I don't think that's something that we fully realized getting into this, but um, yeah, I mean, it's always great to see alternatives and like Land of Eam is an indie game, Exalted Funeral is an indie publisher. Right. It's like it was what a backer pit kit has been a tool that have been used by creators like in the back end of Kickstarter for so long. It was only natural that partnering with backer kit to launch this new thing seemed like an awesome idea. And, you know, I, I we, we we feel like we got you know, lucky to, to be a part of this, uh, this new push. They, they reached out to us and they were really nice. They've been really supportive and it's been a lot of fun. Yeah. Anytime I've had any interaction with them uh, at conventions, uh, they're, they're super, super nice. And, and they always want to know, you know, what, what can we do better? Or what, what, is there any feedback for us that, that, to make our platform, you know, more efficient for, for you all. And um, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm really, really excited, excited to see what the, their, their potential here. Um, let's, let's show the, uh, let's, let's bring the, your, your uh, campaign up on screen and, and show a little folks, show folks about, uh, uh about your campaign. There um, it is. Look at that. 168,000 plus as of this, uh, as of this broadcast, uh, 1,731 backers so far. Um, that's just awesome. I, I think that that's super, super cool. And like I said, it's, it's going to, uh, 
definitely paved the way. I love this this uh, this cover graphic that you have right there. Love it. It, yeah. it, it it's very. Uh, I think I think I read somewhere it's like Muppets meets Lord of the Rings, and like I I think that's exactly how it uh, how I would describe that image right there, and I, I, I just so so captivating. Yeah, that that's uh, that's by Justin Gerard. Um, uh, I designed those characters, and then he uh, kind of like put it into his style, and that's. Mm-hmm. That's kind of in the whole process, kind of like art directing these amazing artists, like my cartoony little style and watching them. Just like, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. It's like suddenly <laughs> this amazing, awesome. <laughs> yeah, this, this like painterly piece of art that's just so fantastic and tells so many stories. It's great. That's awesome. Um, this project uh, has, uh, you're looking to fund or create three books. Uh, you've got a core rule book. You've got a... Uh, a campaign sandbox book uh, called the B- Mucklands, and then you also have a bestiary. Um, and I'm yeah. I'm just gonna let folks know right ahead. Like these aren't small books by any chance. Like these 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 are big. Like he, I, how how big is the the core book approximately at this point? It's like 250 uh, pages, I think. I mean, it's probably around 200 pages. I would say we don't yeah, have a final page count. Sure, it's around there. Um, yeah, the the big giant book is the sandbox and that's yeah around 400 pages that's uh, crazy it is just packed full of location there's six regions in the mucklands realm mm-hmm. and each one has its own like you know uh, vibe it's got a uh, different terrain each one so you know there's a swamp there's a coast there's a plains there's like a what's called a river country it's just full of a billion rivers um and within each of those there's just uh, in total i mean there's over 100 locations like almost 500 npcs we haven't even counted the quests and rumors yet but there's <laughs> there's <tons>. a lot <laughs> that's great there's totally. several per location so like um, anywhere you go you will have material and that's kind of how we play it it's like i don't even obviously I, I have the benefit of like knowing a lot, but when sure. we play, I'm usually jamming and I don't have to go. I don't have to prepare anything. I just, I like, love that. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, they just go wherever totally they want. Right. And I, I can, I have the sandbox to back me up. Yeah. It's nice. all about riffing on, on ideas that are in that sandbox and just using those tools and making it your own. Cause you know, the Mucklands is gigantic. It like each region is a campaign setting in itself. And there's six of them. And so, uh, what what we went one of the things we, we did when we were putting it together in the first place is we really wanted to make it gameable, and make it so that it's not like you're adhering to the super structured um, campaign storyline necessarily. It's you can use it any way you want, and there are stories in there, but it's up to you what you want to do and how you want to approach it. I, I love that. I love that. And since it's 400 pages, it must be built. You said that this is this land of Eam setting is based on your comics. How, how long have you been doing these comics for and, and your, your graphic novels? As you said, the Dungeoneer book, you just, it just came out, but uh, the rickety, uh, uh, the Ricky book has been for, has it been out for a while? Yeah. It's yeah. It's been up since 2016. Okay. So yeah. Um, 17. 17. Published, but I we was working that on it. We created Rishi stitch when we were in college. So that was, oh, I love that 20 years ago. Yeah. 
Oh, um, <laughs> that hit me hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're used to saying 15 years. Yeah, we've been saying 15 now years. <laughs> yeah, no, I hear you there. For 20 years. Um, yeah, but the the world started really formulating when we were in college. And then Rickety Stitch came along. Um, yep. The third book was released relatively recently. It was released in 21, uh, 2021. And um, in the process of writing that story, we were building this world, building this world relatively naturally. Sure. And then we we talked quite a while ago about putting together like a Rickety Stitch RPG. And that's spitballed into, well, what if we make the land of Eam the the basis for the rpg like make the actual world and and setting the character and then mm -hmm, mm -hmm. then it just opened up a lot of doors it's it's a big world we can tell lots of stories in it dungeoneer adventures is a is a great example because it also sure. takes place in the land of Eam. Nice. now this plans for other sandboxes to go along with plans for other series as well so i mean there's there's just a ton in the works Okay. Um, and one funny thing that like not a lot of people realize, but um, Rickety Stitch mm -hmm. walks across the Mucklins in like the first 50 pages of the first graphic novel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like, like all that happens here. Much of it is a montage, <laughs> I should say. <laughs> wow. So yeah, uh. this is like where Rickety Stitch started his journey, but um Okay. All over the place. Yeah, we, we owe at least three more sandboxes. Plus, we've got plans for half a dozen others. That's very cool. That's very cool. Um, so the, the system that, that this RPG uses um, is a D12 system. This is a system that, that you created on your own. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, do you want to talk, talk a little bit about how the mechanics of the system works? Because I'll tell you what, you, you make reference that the, the, the D12 is very little used and, and i totally totally agree with that there are a few uh rpgs that i love that they use the d12 but it's very few and far between so I, I as soon as i saw that you use the d12 i'm like yes finally yes let's get another one on the on the on the on the board about uh, that uses a really cool d20 system or d12 system so uh you want to talk a little bit about the about the system itself sure um we we chose a d12 because obviously it's like the best die we've gone over that it, it say, rolls just... it rolls the best but the real reason is um you know a lot of games are using 2d6 which is great mm -hmm. uh, but i think we wanted to have more variance and but still kind of work within those parameters of a powered by the apocalypse game um so it's kind of it's it's inspired by Dungeon World and also uh, Star Wars: Edge of the Empire, where you mm -hmm. have uh, uh, what do you call it? You know, uh, variations on Great. success and yeah. failure. Uh, so you can um, have a success with a twist, failure with a plus. Uh, you know, complete failure where you have a complication happening, or a complete success where there's something added that's awesome um but you're also not uh having that bell curve of the 2d6 where most of the results are like you know in the middle success with a twist sure. and that's just that's just our personal preference of how we like to play we like complications we like um things going crazy in the wrong way and in the right <laughs> way <laughs> yeah it's that's totally right because that's how you propel 
one of the core purposes of Land of Aim, which is to mm -hmm. inspire people to come up with creative solutions instead of just swinging a sword. I it's all that. about collaborating, teamwork, and coming up with those wacky ideas that just might work. And Absolutely. if they don't work, that just propels the story forward. It propels the conflict forward. And those are the those are the sessions that Ben and I feel are the ones we really remember and have the most fun with. Absolutely. And so how do you how do you just like use every tool at your disposal to engineer a game that creates wacky situations? <laughs> And I, I love how you've got get built, you've got this like built in where it's not like a yes or no, like answer whenever somebody makes a roll. It's like it, it, it it's like yes and or no, but you know I, exactly. I love it when when mechanic when systems like build that in. So then that way you know it just keeps making things go forward uh, in the session. And like you said, it creates some really great memorable moments. And and uh, yeah. I, I, I love that uh, you sent over uh, the quick start and some pre-gen characters and, and we're excited to, we're going to show that off uh, next week uh, on so a cool. session and, and uh, I'm already, you know, the gears are already churning as, uh, <laughs> as I'm looking through, uh, through the, the uh, material you sent over. Um, awesome. Speak, Can't wait for that. Yeah. Yeah. We're excited <laughs> to, 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 to do it. Um, let's show, I'm going to show off the box set. So this is, this is, not only are you doing three boxes, three books, but you're actually doing an, an all-inclusive like box set that has everything. Um, it's got a map, meeples, um, and then you've got the PDFs and everything. Um, you've actually unlocked a whole bunch of uh, other stretch goals as well, um, some content and some more. Let's just actually show uh, a book of random encounters PDF. Uh, yes. Yeah, wow. that's a that's a beast. That's yeah. uh, that's crazy. <laughs> you guys, you guys keep on adding like more and more content. And I must like these books enough are, are just like, and then you're like, yeah, let's do this uh, book, random book of encounters. It's a 1500. Just like, wow. <laughs> what are these, these guys just like, must just like sit down and like, I, I love, I love the fact that you just want to like keep building this world and, and everything, but Holy smoke, you guys are just adding so much content to this, this pledge uh, to these pledges. Uh, how big is how big is that book of random encounters? Do you think at this point? Well, there's 1,500 in there. Yeah, um, and they're not. Right. It's probably yeah, go ahead. I was gonna say, and they're not like you encounter four kobolds encounters. They're you sure. you encounter a situation, and what we've discovered is those situations and can oftentimes end up being the most fun you'll have in the entire adventure. Right. And so when we we have a live stream, we, we play with each other like every week because, of course, we do. And um, the uh, the we've had entire like two hour sessions that are just spun off from a random encounter that we just entrenched ourselves in because it was so fun and interesting. Just awesome. amazing where it can go when, it, sure. when people yeah. are just riffing off each other. Yeah. And uh, I think the book is probably going to be 100 pages or so. And, you know, we could have jammed it all into the sandbox or the core rule book but it just felt like too much and so yeah. we're gonna have a pared down uh random counter table for the core rule book and then this is sure. like if you want the whole thing this is uh, another resource very cool um, yeah I, I love that um you've unlocked a, a online random what is it online random generators so you're just going to be able to 
random like kind of we've seen a couple of uh, systems do this i know more Borg does this they do an, a, a random uh, character yeah. generator for, for players in a random dungeon so you, you've got something to you that's uh who are either of you in charge of doing this or did you know somebody that's that, that will do this online random generator uh, program which i think is awesome and it's a huge huge plus for for anybody that uh, is putting a system out uh, yeah so I, I, Totally. It's a, it's, it's a resource that we would love to have for ourselves when we played. And so we thought, yeah. okay, everybody needs this. And um, we do have it all planned out. We've got all the tables ready to go. And, we, and we're working with a friend of ours who's, who's uh, going to be engineering it and uh, releasing it on the landbeam.com website. And nice. so you just, all you need to go is to the RPG section, resources, and you'll be able to randomly generate um, NPCs, towns, taverns, dungeons, treasure, uh, and magical items. I love that. I love that. Um, and then you've got another uh, Mucklin's Explorer Guide PDF. So this is kind of uh, in addition to the Sandbox uh, book, I'm, I'm assuming, but this is just for the players to use? Yeah, it's it's like a pared-down version of the Sandbox, not giving away all of the plot threads and secret right. things, but kind of a gazetteer for them to see. So something to spark their imagination and kind of drive play beyond uh beyond being reliant on the gm all the time sure um just thought it would be an awesome resource uh for players just to get excited about things yeah like a spoiler free what's going on in Bogtown? i really want to check this out or oh, that guy looks interesting or she looks like she's got a cool quest or you know th things of that nature very cool um and then a, a sandbox expansion uh, used to be Forest. I love the name of that, by the way. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, and that's is that going to be added to the uh, sandbox, uh, the campaign book, or yeah. is that okay? It is. It nice. is. Uh, and then you've got uh, a bard meeple, and then you've also got. Uh, it looks like you just unlocked uh, an adventure module by cartoonist JB uh, JP Covert. Is that uh, Covert? Yeah, JP Covert. <laughs> great cartoonist um really he's, he's really looking forward to the event he's going to do a hijinks adventure for the land of Eam, and it. uh it's going to involve pirates wow so yeah we, we've uh been acquaintances with jp for a long time just known him through the comics world and then zine quest last year we both backed each other's projects um and his zine quest project uh, is called dragon town Okay. And it kind of launched he's been working on it ever since he's been adding like zine adventures to his world so he's doing that on his patreon and they're just really amazing they're <laughs> he draws all of them and they're just like little short adventures and we thought this would be perfect yeah. to do something like that for land of his Games. body of work is just astounding yeah that's very cool that's it awesome. fits right in his style and yeah. tone yeah nice nice um and then you've got a whole bunch of other uh, Kickstarters or uh, stretch goals that, uh, that you've, you've uh, got in the listed as well that uh, you haven't uh, that you're you're in the process of uh, of unlocking. Uh, let's I'm going to show let's show off some of the yeah, this folk species of this setting because I love the look and I love the feel. Like this is very like when we said Muppets meets like Lord of the Rings, it also kind of feels a little bit of like, it, it, was it Adventure Time a little sure. bit? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think I get a little bit of that vibe. Um, so I love that you have like 16 
folk species and they're all different. I, and a lot of these, like, I've never, like, you can play as like a gelatinous goo. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I, I really hope that one of my players, like, uh, in the session come up, plays a gelatinous goo because I know that's one of the NPCs or that's one of the, the, the pregens that you sent over. Um, <laughs> but there's just so many, I, so many different. Uh, folk species in this in this uh, in this game, I, I love it. Yeah, we felt like we had to have a gelatinous goo and a skeleton because sure. of our comic. It just would be unacceptable <laughs> to have Landavim without rickety and goo represented in some way. Absolutely. And then uh, you've got your gnome who doubles yep. as a class. So when you're a gnome, you can only be a gnome. Nothing else can be a gnome. Okay. Uh, and they're like. <laughs> Uh, it's like old school D and D, sure. Right? Yeah, they're sort of like a cross between uh, rangers and magic users. Nice. Now, this is a—it's kind of a lower fantasy setting, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Like that? Not everybody has like nobody has like n not a lot of the species have like access to like magical powers, but they have magic. They can have magical items, if I'm not mistaken. Is that? Is that kind that of how, right. how it yeah. works with this? We like to say it's like a low ma low magic, low... Uh, or low magic, sorry. Yeah, it's, or it's, fantasy, it's like sorry. a low magic. It's a, it's a little bit low fantasy. There's not, you know... And it's, it's both. No, I, yeah, I meant, I meant to say low low magic, so yeah, it's, not, it's, like, it's, it's not like a super... It's know. definitely low magic, but it's a magical world, and there's magic all around. And right. the, the players and the GMs can see that there's like magical items and magical locations and magical characters that exist, but not in a super traditional sense where there's a bunch of wizards running around because there are none. Sure. Yeah, that's, that's um, what I was trying to get at. Yeah. Very and that's, cool. uh, that's, that's something we kind of would say we were inspired by the Lord of the Rings with that. The idea that uh, being a wizard is a really special thing and um, everyone else is not quite there. Sure. Yeah, all the gnomes are like little Gandalfs running around. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, um, and, then, and then you've got... Uh, what are these? Uh, classes? Or, yeah. Yeah, Those you got classes. Bard, bard uh, engineer, the gnome, which you said, uh, the knight errant, the royal chum, and the rascal. Well, you can just tell that there's just so much character and so much... Uh, kind of whimsy into this but but i'm sure you can kind of just play it as to however much you know you can probably play it really dark if you wanted to or if you wanted to add it to uh you know and to make it kind of whimsical you, you could as well um so you kind of yeah, make I mean, it your the, own yeah the the out of the box you know there are dark elements to it so you you are kind of capturing this juxtaposition between you know muppets and you know a world where there's a dark lord looming over it um and we we really love that combination so it actually is pretty dangerous if you want it to be i mean you can sure. adjust it to your own tastes but uh characters don't have a lot of hit points which are which is called courage in the game mm -hmm. um and there are some adversaries that can actually deal out quite a bit of damage called dread um and so you know it's not a game where you can just go around slaying everything that you want. You know, it's like, yeah, and that was yep. by design. Mm -hmm. That was by That's design. The, the game is that. about negotiation, creativity, not about you know 
getting on a hex and fighting another hex. It's just not that's just not the game. So there's there's definitely some lethality if you try to play it that way. Sure. I, I love it where, you know, fighting is probably your last option. Like you try like that's probably the the, the option that you want to not go for. You want to probably either run, talk it out or find some sort of other way around it. And speaking yeah. of. Yeah. Uh, I was just going to say sometimes fighting when you're playing is it seems unavoidable. Uh, so you will get into some scrapes. Sure. And, <laughs> yeah. and we try to make combat like fast in that regard. That's, okay. So there's a there's a counterattack mechanic. Um so when you're rolling a, a six through an eight, it means you hit with a with a counterattack and the enemy can you or the enemy whoever's um attacking or whatever. So if you're attacking the enemy and you roll a six or eight, they can counterattack against you and vice versa. Very cool. Uh, speaking of enemies, let's let's. Uh, I noticed this. You've got a uh, bestiary book, which was one of the three books. Now, immediately, it says volume one, <laughs> so that leads me to believe that uh, you've got a volume two, a volume three, uh, or more volumes uh, that planned uh, after this uh, this initial uh, release of of these products. Uh, is that is that when I'm supposed is is that a safe assumption that uh, you've got uh, more bestiary books that uh... we do? Oh, That's safe to say. Awesome, <laughs> very cool. Our initial plans right now are to release sandboxes and yep. kind of build up more adversaries, like a list, and then eventually, we're not sure at what point, but we'll compile those into a a second volume. Very cool. Awesome. I. So again, I just love the art. Like I just, yeah, this is on... done by Sean Kiernan. You can follow him on Instagram at mostly ghostly. And he's, he's does a ton of the creatures and critters that are, that are in this. And he's also the cover artist. So good. It's, it's, so what, what would you say is like the typical age range for this, uh, for, for your, your setting and for your game? Um, I guess uh, you know it kind of depends on the on, on on the the you know the, the child or the kid as well. But what what are you what, what your target demographic do you think at the, for uh, Land of Beam at, at this point? I would say officially twelve and up. Okay. And then if you are a parent and you're GMing your kids, you probably can manage it. They could be a little younger if if they're being guided. Sure, I love that. Yeah, and to help out with that. Um... The sandbox quests and the adventures are all marked by a tone. Okay. And there are three tones. And so we've got hijinks, daring do, and doom and gloom. Doom and gloom is like the more serious, dangerous things that you probably don't want to play with your kids. Whereas hijinks um, is silly and fun. You know, you think like uh, the Hobbit or... Sure. Uh, or just the Muppets, <laughs> just the <laughs> yeah. Muppets aspect. Yep. Um, yeah, and the great Muppet caper is a great example. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And then Daring Do is like a heroic uh, Princess Bride, you know, Lord of the Rings type of thing. Nice, nice, very cool. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit about the pledge levels uh, that uh, that you've got going on. Uh, let's actually, I can just bring them right up if you if we want. For $30, you can pledge and you'll get the core rulebook, which for like a 200 some odd page book, that's that's, that's a pretty pretty decent decent deal, I, I, I feel, uh, you know. Yeah. Uh, 
that's uh, yeah we wanted to be able to to get it to the people that are supporting it at a great price because sure. it's a it's a full cover a full full color hardcover that's uh, that's awesome um and then uh you also get uh, all the digital stretch goals that uh i guess are unlocked uh, is um and then you get a pdf of the mucklins map which is super cool and for just five dollars more uh, you can get actually you get the digital Dungeoneer, which is all the books and uh, the map and all the digital stretch goals. Which, I mean, you, if you do the math on that, like that's a crazy amount per page. Like that's super. <laughs> yeah. Like like that's like what like a thousand pages of content. If I <laughs> you know just just off the top of my head for like thirty five bucks, like that's ridiculous, guys. I yeah, mean, it's you can't a lot. beat it. You really can't. <laughs> you really can't. That's, uh, that's um, a ton of material. Yeah, James and I, like after the campaign, um, you know, see the the prices are slashed for this campaign. But yeah. you know, afterwards, we want to make the the digital books like you know, we want to make them accessible to people and have people play the game rather sure. than you know price out a, a really expensive uh, PDF. Right. It just, it just, yeah. I mean, it just blows my mind that that's uh, just so much content for for thirty five bucks. Um, and then you've got a th the three books themselves, the hardcover books for for ninety dollars. Um, I should we should probably preface this by saying or just or just mention that shipping is not included with no. with these prices. That's right. It, yeah. it will be it will be added in in the, the pledge manager after the fact. Um, and do you ship uh, internationally as well? Is your is your uh, is your campaign good for North America and uh, the rest of the world, or how yes, it is... is? Okay, excellent, excellent. Yeah, Exalted Funeral has a good system. Yeah, I've, I've dealt with them quite a bit, and they're they, yeah, they do a great job shipping. I just wasn't sure if, and of course, I'm in the states, so never quite sure how how it is for uh, the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, Ninety dollars for for those three books again. What is that? That's like. 800 pages of content for not like it's just guys it's just <laughs> crazy i you know what i'm gonna come out and say it i appreciate that you appreciate the scope of this game i mean i you know i i've been in this i've been doing this for a while and it's just like you know whenever somebody like comes on and 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 it's like okay that's cool you know it's like 45 dollars for like a you know two 250 you know 300 that's like twice that value I, I, so i i'm just gonna say like if anybody's watching this this is this you're gonna get some a lot of a bang for your buck with the with these pledge levels uh you know when james and i were making this game we didn't know how we were gonna put it out you know it was like sure. we're just doing it as a labor of love love we were always like you know we got we're gonna make something that is so the scope is so big that people just can't ignore it <laughs> <laughs> So you overwhelm them with content. They're just going to be like, yeah, we've got nine more sandboxes coming and this, that, and the other. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's awesome. I love it. Um, and you've got uh, over 1,700 people that are loving it as well, which is super, super yeah, it's, cool. It's really exciting. Huge thanks uh, to all those supporters, man. Um, and then uh, for $110, you get the box set, um, which uh, right now it, it includes uh, the map, um, the box and now is the box going to be pretty? I, have you seen any pre-production 
material we've heard for the box? A, we've heard you, it's a pretty sturdy box. Is it a pretty sturdy box? Yeah, nice. it's designed to be able to hold three heavy books. And yeah, I would think it'd so, have to be. Yeah, as well as, you know, possibly a whole set of meeples. Currently, we're at one meeple and really close to two meeples. Yeah, um, we're super close to two meeples. If you look far ahead in the stretch goals, yep. there is uh, a dice set and Let's a GM that. screen. Yeah. So that will all go in the box. I love that. And you're using for the GM screen, you want to use the, the cover image. Is that what I remember seeing for the yeah, rule book? Um, John Lauren, the the uh, the artist behind the uh, Mucklin sandbox oh, cover, so, yep. is going to expand it to show us the rest of what's going on in that adventure scene. And so that. we're 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 super excited for that and can't wait to share more. Um, and then you probably have more details for the back of it and stuff. We, we won't get into that because that's not it hasn't been unlocked yet, and we'll we'll save that for later on. Well, we can um, say that the back of it will just have a lot of the core rules that you'll need to easily quick reference, yeah, easy, quick to, reference. Yep. easy to easy to use. Yeah, excellent, excellent. Um, and then we get the uh, all the PDFs and and everything, guys. I, again outstanding as far as how you priced everything and and uh oh wait wait a minute there's another <laughs> totally another 170 dollars this, this is the the big one so if you really want to dive into land of eam not only do you get the box set we also get the other the other books that you've put out before this campaign exactly we got That's our uh definitely the most comprehensive way to to join join the land of eam if you Got the graphic novel series and then the new series first book kicking off, and and the books also uh, the uh, the the rickety stitch and the dungeoneer adventures like those are uh, signed. You guys are gonna you guys are gonna sign those and yes. uh, and send them to uh, send them along with the pledges. We're gonna sign book plates so that okay. um, people can put the plate wherever they want in the book. Oh, nice! That's very cool. All right. Oh, wait a minute. I, I can't remember if I've scrolled. Do I scroll any longer? <sighs> sure enough. <laughs> retailers, and I know I've got some retailers on this that watch this show. Uh, retailers, if you're interested in this, uh, you get uh, five copies for a half, 50% off MSRP. And uh, you can also get uh, uh, access to the uh, exclusive discounted add-ons. Uh, love it. Love it. I love the fact that, that you also are looking out for brick and mortar stores because that's very important. And, uh, right. you know, that's the, the lifeblood of this, uh, this hobby and this industry. And Absolutely. So, yeah. Exalted funerals, uh, on top of that. And, um, yeah. Very cool. Very cool guys. I'm, I'm, I'm super, super stoked for you. Um, so you've got how many more days you got like 21 more days, I think is what, uh, what we decided oh you're 21 yeah yeah so you're gonna be uh still live all the way through gen con which we mentioned before we went live um and you're not gonna be at gen con but you said bagger kit's gonna be there and so uh are they going they're going to be uh, promoting uh, land of eam uh, while they're at uh, at gen con yeah we're gonna have some uh flyers uh with qr codes and uh they're gonna kind of be pushing land of eam there which is awesome yeah, you'll be able to download the quick start guide, which you can do for free. You can download the quick start guide for free. Check out the game. Um, comes with the map and the pre-gen characters. So you can try it out. And if you're looking for a group, you can 
jump on our Discord, there's people always looking for groups to get together and start playing. Very cool. Very cool. Um, if folks would like to know more, we mentioned the Discord. Is, is there any other uh, avenues to, uh, you know, kind of stay in touch with you all and see what you all are doing? Is there a yeah. website or some social media that we should mention? For sure. Yeah, definitely. Landavine.com is the like the most comprehensive place. And we have a great newsletter that's got uh, a bunch of goodies in it, as well as updates, background, like things to check out. And that way you don't miss anything. Um, and then in social media, you can just at Rickety Stitch. And you'll find us on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter um, and Discord. You can find on our website uh, or on the campaign page, I believe. We've yeah, got a list. Join of, the community. If you go down yeah, join the, yeah, the community section's got the YouTube channel as well. We, we play every week on Saturday at 11 a.m. Pacific. Nice. Uh, with our buddy George, who's, who is a... I got a shout out to George because he has been a diehard... <laughs> Land of Eam beta tester for years. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so this, he's our this, he's our lead play tester. He's the lead play tester. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, and he's great to bounce ideas off of, and he's been a real sport. Very cool. So this is something you've been working on for for quite a few years. Then this is this is I, I didn't even get to that question. That uh, uh, this is something you've been working on for for how many years up until this point? Do you think? I I recently looked back at uh, some Google Docs, just the dates on them. And the first one was 2014. Wow! Like the initial ideas. The file folders are still called rickety RPG. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> love it. Very so cool. it, it's definitely morphed a lot, and the scope yeah. obviously has gotten huge to where there's three giant books. Um, but uh, yeah, very cool. It's, very cool. When uh, is there? There's an expected uh, delivery date. Of course, we all know the way crowdfunding works, and with printing and publica publications, uh, sometimes there's delays, and sometimes there's you know stuff that's out of yeah. our control that we can't. But you have a, a projected uh, delivery date for for this project of no, uh, I, I read Q3, it. Q three, yeah, the projected delivery for the physical stuff is Q three, twenty twenty three. The good news is. A lot of the heavy lifting on the creative work, like the books are written, like this, this it exists. So the, really, the challenges are just navigating, um, you know, shipping and manufacturing in a post-COVID world is okay. going to be a little bit uh, challenging. But luckily, Exalted Funerals really got their handle on that, and we feel pretty comfortable with the physical uh, deliverables being Q3 2023, and the digital ones before that. So people will be able to get into the game and start playing and enjoy it, and then. You know, they'll get the nice shiny package in the mail and can enjoy the books in, in real life. That's awesome. Very cool. Very cool. Well, gentlemen, I, I appreciate your time and, and coming on and, and talking about Land of Eam. It's a product that uh, as soon as I saw, like I said, as soon as I saw it, I was super excited. Justin was right. I was like uh, super stoked to, to, to see it and, and learn more and more about it. Uh, I'll remind uh, viewers that uh, and listeners that uh, if you, you're interested in anything that uh, we've talked about or shown on, on screen here, uh, check out the, the link in the description. Um, I'd love to have you back if, if uh, when, when this project's all said and done and you're ready to do Sandbox number two, uh, Sam, Sam uh, campaign uh, Sandbox, the number two book, uh, you know, feel free to, to reach out. And uh, if you're excited about Land of Eam uh, as a viewer, let me know in the comments and uh, we'll make sure to pass that along. Uh, guys, 
Is there any any last words you'd like to say before before we sign off? I mean, I'd like to thank you for having us on because it's been super fun. And I'd like to thank everybody that's been pledging for Land of Beam so far. It's Without their support, it would be impossible. And we're really just kind of taken aback by how much love we've been getting about the game. And uh, yeah, and we're really close to that mushroom meeple stretch goal. We're like this close, guys. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, uh, I, I echo those statements. And we'd, we'd be happy to come back and talk about whatever oh, for sure. other Anytime. release we've got. I'm super excited to see more and more people get into the tabletop the hobby in the industry and, and as creative people. And, and you can tell that you're just, both of you are just super, super creative and you have a passion for not only the setting that, uh, that you've built and, and uh, developed, but uh, the tabletop aspect of things as well. So I'm, I'm excited to see more and more folks just kind of come in here and hit it hard and with some cool, cool ideas and, and some really cool products uh, like Land of Beam. So thank you so much for, for being a part and being a new uh, aspect of this uh, of this hobby and and i'm excited to see what uh, the future holds for uh both of you and for uh this this product line so awesome thank you thank All you right. thanks doug very cool thank you so much to everybody that joined us uh if you have any other questions just let us know in the chat i'll make sure to pass them over to james and ben and uh yeah remember winning shouldn't be the only victory condition when you get to the table we'll see you next time bye now let's see here Thanks so much for watching this video. Uh, if you would be so kind, make sure you hit that like, comment, and subscribe, all the YouTube jazz that we're supposed to do here. Uh, it really is greatly appreciated. And if you'd like to support us more, uh, you can uh, check us out on Patreon. Just go to patreon.com backslash victoryconditiongaming.